All right, folks, welcome to the Sammy Hour. We have made it to season three, episode one. Now, if you were asking me two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, if I was going to do a season three, I would have said, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I wouldn't have that plan. I wouldn't have known. I, I would have stopped at season two if I could have. But, you know, things work in mysterious ways. You know, I believe that the Lord works in mysterious ways. For instance, I was in D.C. a week ago or two weeks ago, and it, it came to my attention that I, I should do a season three. So... Thank God things worked out like that. And I want to say our guest for today is, it's quite a unique guest. He is a radio host personality, has his own talk show. Um, and his name is Richard Bean. Richard Bean, welcome to the show. Welcome to Sam Yar. Thank you, Sammy. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. Well, I'm happy that we got the, this to work out. You know, we we're having some tech issues the first time, folks. Weird tech issues on uh, Friday when I first started recording this episode. But you know what? We're here now and it's going to work out. We're here to entertain the masses and we're here to sp- spread a good message. Well, let's do it. All right. We're going to dive into the questions. Mr. Bean, are you originally from Bakersfield? Uh, no, I am not. I'm originally, I grew up in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. The South. So I grew up in the deep South, uh, went to high school there, went to college outside of Savannah, a place okay. called Georgia Southern okay. University. And then I got a series of jobs and I've never really moved back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Even though it's my home. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it, it's do you visit? Do you visit every now and then? Or? I do. Okay. I don't have relatives there mm-hmm. anymore, but it's still kind of my spiritual home. Right, right, right. Um, so I know that you have your own, your own show. Is it called The Richard Bean Show? Yes, it is. And where can listeners hear you find that show or listen to that show right you can go on kernradio.com okay just on the web and get it you can also download there's any number of radio apps mm-hmm. where you can pick up radio signals and stations all over the world and mm-hmm. get it as well but yeah. kern radio would be the easiest one okay kern radio and folks actually it's a really cool show they bring on new guests, new segments, and it's about a two-hour show, two hours, one for three, right. and that's five days a week. Five days a week. So plenty of plenty of content to entertain the masses. That's kind of my saying: entertain the masses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and you should totally check it out. I know that I was on for a little segment. That was yes, cool. Sure, it was terrific and, uh, having you on. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I was a little nervous, but you know, it was a, it was a cool experience. Um, but anyway, how do you get into the media news world? Uh, how did I get into the media, the media world? slash news world? Or, right. Yeah. Well, I worked for years in print. Okay. So when Old I school. was <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, I had some uh, terrific teachers who encouraged me. Mm-hmm. I had a gift for writing. Okay. Right. And not everybody has that. Gift, no, no. You know, and I just had it, and it was encouraged. So when I went to college. I started working in the student newspaper, mm-hmm. and I was the editor of the student newspaper for two years. Okay. So I did that, and I left college and uh, started working in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And for me, the appeal was, uh, the, the appeal of media is the, uh, it you have to be incredibly curious, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you have to, you have to be in, it, it, it's a job that changes every day. You right. have no idea what you're going to do every it's day. It's not your normal nine to five. Uh, no, it okay. is not. It is not. And uh, if if you like that, if if you like the routine, it's probably not not your cup of uh, cup of tea. <laughs> but if you're curious at all, you like to know about the world, and you're not shy about talking to people, then it has been it has been a, just a godsend of a career for me. Mm-hmm. I, I started when I got out of college and uh, I did it my, my entire career. Right, so this has been something that you've done. You don't know any other work. I, I know work. no wow. other work. Right? Wow, that's really interesting. Right. Right. 
So you know, you, you said that the routine, you know, it's not like your normal nine to five. There's not really a routine. If, if someone really wants to pursue writing, get into the media world, what, what advice can you give them on why they should do that? Well, it's... Why they should pursue media. Because I know media is so... Nowadays, it can be so distorted. Or right. either one side of it, or they distort information. You know, what's your kind of like right. side? Well, when that? I came up, it was, it was, it was really different. It was mm-hmm. much simpler because you took the personalities out of media. When I, when I grew up as a young reporter, mm-hmm. it was always about <laughs> laying out the facts and letting people decide. Right. And now it's much more personality-driven mm. where... Uh, people like I'm doing now on the, on the radio show or on TV, everybody has an opinion Yes, and they like to tell you their opinion. It wasn't like that back in the day. And I, I preferred reporting in that just, uh, report the facts, present them as clearly as you can and let people make up their own decision. But your question was why get into it or how to get into it? Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it, it. It's a fascinating. You have to be interested in history. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to be interested in people. You can't be shy mm-hmm. about interviewing people. Uh, and it it's a craft, just like anything else. You really have to work at, uh, at it. When I came out, newspapers, there were two two types of. Uh, qualities that made good reporters. Mm-hmm. You could be a really good writer, which I was, mm-hmm. or you could be a really good reporter in getting the facts. And great reporters had both of those. Right, right. You know, you could be a gifted writer and then you really dig for the facts. Unfortunately, a lot of reporters are one or the other. They're yeah. the really good writer. Maybe they're lazy about getting the facts, or they're <laughs> they're what we call fact maggots. They just get everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're not crazy. very good writers. Mm-hmm. I was okay at, at at both, and so to do it, I think I would encourage anybody to do it. Number one, it's good for democracy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going into news, I mean, an informed uh, uh, republic and informed citizenry makes for. A, a better community, a better mm-hmm. country, uh, and it's it's absolutely fascinating work. I it mean, is. no, uh, my whole career, I have been paid to interview presidents or mayors or sports figures, and I'm getting paid to do this. Mm-hmm. I would do it for free, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it also allowed me at one point to live overseas, which I had wow. always wanted to do as well. Now, where, where overseas did you live? Uh, I lived first in... Well, when I left, uh, yeah, it was a circuitous route, but I ended up working in New York City okay. for a while for a company called United Press International, and they had foreign bureaus. Mm-hmm. And my whole goal was I wanted to be a reporter overseas, a yes. foreign correspondent. So I worked really hard for many years and ended up in New York where you where you had to be trained to do it. And then I was in... Uh, I first went to Cairo, Egypt Wow! for about a year and worked for UPI there. Then I went to Madrid, Spain for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Mexico City where right. I lived five and a half years. Now, now, did you ever have the um, drive to want to go to like a work at a Fox News or a CNN like big uh, news or companies like that? Did you ever have that? See, job? I came up in print. Okay. So I didn't come up in TV right. or radio, even though I'm doing radio now. So <laughs> I work for the equivalent of 
a kind of big company. I work for the Miami Herald. I work for wow. the Dallas Times Herald. I work for the LA Times. So you worked Upward. all over the, not just the United States, but the whole world. I did. Yeah. So this job, if you pursue media, it can really take you anywhere. It can, you know, depending on what you want to do, right? You know, and it's help. You know, it's always helpful to. to I would encourage anybody to learn another language. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's always. Can you speak another language? I do. I, wow. I speak Spanish. Okay. Right. right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, so you know. As I climbed the ladder when I was a kid, I got to, you know bigger and bigger newspapers. Mm-hmm. Ended up at the. Uh, Los Angeles Times, where okay. I was before I moved to Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And now, how long have you been in Bakersfield? Huh. I've been here since 1994. Jeez, yeah, that's a while. Long time. And that's when it leads me into my next question is, because you have a really cool show, The Richard Bean Show. I know that well, you, you. And you interview all sorts of people, kind of like what I do with my podcast. Every episode, there's a new person. Mm-hmm. There's a new topic we go over, and that's kind of like what you do in The Richard Bean mm-hmm. Show. And you started The Richard Bean Show when you moved to Bakersfield, right? Uh, no, I okay. moved it. I worked. I was the uh, CEO of the Bakersfield, California. Okay, and I retired from there about uh, well five four years ago, mm-hmm. and then I started the radio show. Okay, because at the time, well, it's a long story, but uh, we had when I was at the Californian, we had developed a partnership mm-hmm. with American General Media, the company mm-hmm. I work for now, and they had their. Uh, uh, radio guys inside our newsroom and so they would interview our reporters so they're kind of experts so i did a lot of interviewing when there i'd never done radio so you built those skills to help you with the radio exactly right right right. okay and then when i left they offered me a job to just do an interview show okay that's really cool so what made you start the richard bean show i know you kind of mentioned like how it happened but like what drove you to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try radio. I know I've yeah. been in print my Good whole, question. whole life. Good question. Yeah. No, I, I, I love interviewing. Mm-hmm. Of all the skill sets that you need to be a successful reporter, I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love learning myself. You know, I love learning things that I, I didn't know. And whether it's the, whether you have on the mayor of Bakersfield or Kevin McCarthy or somebody who runs a nonprofit like your father, <laughs> I always learn something new. We and all have a different me. story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody has, everybody has, uh, you know, everybody has a, has a story. So that part of it, uh, I thought, God, if somebody's gonna pay me to do this, you know, I can just come on. And you know, a lot of radio shows are about the, the host, yeah. which I am, and a lot of hosts use it to talk about themselves. I didn't want to talk about myself. Mm-hmm. I thought, I think the world's a fascinating place and I could bring to the world somebody like your dad, Carlos Baldominos, mm-hmm. or bring to the world somebody, and ask them hard questions and ask them questions that, you know, but part of that is, again, you get back to the curiosity. You gotta be prepared. You gotta do your homework. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna have your, your dad on from the mission of Kern County unless I've researched it so I can ask him smart questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand. So it, it's, it's, it's like, you know, school or like when you, you have a test, you got to really know what you're talking about. So you sound smart and you don't sound incompetent. Exactly. That's, that's pretty much the whole media slash news world, you know? And I think that's what, what happens nowadays is people don't always check their facts. They just say their opinion right. and that causes, you know, issues. So right. exactly. I think if we can bring some integrity to media nowadays, especially for my generation, that's very important because mm-hmm. we have, we all have technology, my generation. Mm-hmm. I think everyone really does nowadays, you know, you have social media, 
you know, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. It, and people are always saying their opinions. People are always saying their facts. And sometimes they're not always true. Sometimes they're, they are true. And sometimes they're meant to, you know, start a fight. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we can really focus on the facts, know our, do our homework, um, be educated, I think we can bring some integrity to media and really Absolutely. make it you know, worthwhile. Well, it's good to hear you say that because it, it, it's mm-hmm. so important. And you know, today everybody is a publisher, yeah. you know, because of technology. <laughs> and back in the day, you, we didn't, you didn't have the technology to do that. Oh no! I, but with I, that comes, a, you know, real responsibility to be fair and be mature about it, not to use it, not to become a bomb thrower. That's it. what I've learned yeah. with this podcast. You know, I can't. I don't want to just yell my opinions out there. I want to get what you have to say, what other people have to say around the community. I admire you. Well, Thank though. you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I. I'm moving on. Uh, well, let me give you give the audience some background information. I was on when I was on your show. I I said something. Be light in the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I know when I said that, that that really hit home with you. Yeah. And then I I looked back on it because I I re-listened to the episode. And I was like, wow, I didn't know I I, said, I could sound that smart. Mm-hmm. And my parents really liked that I said that. And it, it I'm not gonna lie, it did sound a little sophisticated, mm-hmm. somewhat. But it, during these tough times, thinking about it, we're we're living through history. We're in a global pandemic right now. We're in probably the most important election ever. How can we be a light in the darkness? That's a great question. Of, in terms I remember of you media wise, that. yeah. Well, you know, it it it's all about approach, and it's all all what you want out of it, mm-hmm. and it's just like life. I mean, you can wake up every day and be angry, <laughs> or uh, you know, be complaining, or or you can look at the things that. Uh, that are the gifts and the blessings in, in, in your life. Because there's always positivity. Yeah, in, and in. I believe I believe that the American public, particularly in the particularly in these times mm-hmm. with so much bad news around, that people are yearning for a reason to believe and to a reason to be positive, and they're out there. You know, mm-hmm. good stories. Are out there not not everything. There's an old there's an old saying in TV that mm-hmm. says it if it bleeds it leads. So when you turn on TV, the first four stories Some you'll crime. see will be a car wreck, yeah, a burglary, you know, something horrible, you know, something to scare you. And <laughs> that's true. I believe you know that there's goodness in everybody. There used to be. Uh, I won't even mention his name. You don't know who he is, but <laughs> he used to be a TV reporter back in the day. And what he would do? Do you remember phone books? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the big, big thick things yeah, yeah, that yeah. they would send you. Well, he would he would fly to wherever, uh-huh. you know, Wichita Falls, and he would open the phone book, and he would blindly you know point to a name. Was this a, and, and a show he, back then? Yeah. It was, okay. It was part of a, the CBS news okay and would do this every sunday and he would go interview that person he picked out of the phone book totally random and the point was everybody has an inspiring story right everybody has something that has happened to them that brings out the best in them somebody has either overcome an illness or overcome or done something really good for their community you know but back to your question it's how do you find the light you, 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 you search for the light yeah. and you emphasize the light because mm-hmm. I would argue it's intellectually lazy just to give the bad news. I mean, you have to be, and my proudest moments are, are when I have shows on the radio 
that inspire people. And I mean, you were an example of that. <laughs> well, people like to get, every generation likes to get down on the younger generation that they don't know what's going on. I don't blame them. Pay attention or whatever. We see some on social media and we think we're experts. <laughs> right. But you're an example of a, a, a really curious young man who's, you. who's, who's trying to learn, you know? And I think that's admirable and important. It's one of the reasons I had you on. I thought, and your dad mentioned it, I thought, what a great idea <laughs> to get your perspective on it. So it's all about uh, searching, you know, moving toward that light yourself yeah. and, and building your life around, I'm going to emphasize. It doesn't mean you don't talk about other things or the bad things that happen, but it's a perspective on life. It's, it's a recognition of, and number one, you know, it, it, when you're in the media, and I'll say this, whether you're writing stories for a print publication or a magazine or on the radio or on the TV, I would argue there's a huge obligation there to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. That with this, because there's a certain amount, of, not power, but so much influence that you can influence people. And if you're given that ability through a podcast or a radio show or a newspaper. Or your Instagram account, account and you share something. Right. Yeah. That, that it should be incumbent on you to do the right thing. I mean, anybody, and you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. You, you, you see people who use media just to alarm people or to complain yeah. or to attack political people. To get attention, if you will. To get yeah, attention. Yeah. And I think what the responsibility is, they used to say at the LA Times when we had a... Uh, circulation was over a million. Jeez. They say, well, you're reaching a lot of people, but you know, there's a, he said, you're wielding a big hammer, but be careful how you use it. Mm -hmm. Always be responsible. And right. I thought that was a good advice. Well, we all need to be accountable too. Like, especially in these times, because it's been tough for everyone. You know, you turn on the news and you see, oh, this many deaths, this many infections are, you have positive tests and this is shut down and this is postponed. Like, I, that that takes a toll on someone psychologically. Oh, yeah, so if we can all gather, not just as a community, but I think as a country, as the American public, and we can give out a positive message and 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 show or be the light in the darkness and mm -hmm. say, you know what, let's do this instead. Let's let's try to make each other better. You know, let's mm -hmm. set goals. Let's do this. Let's do that. That's what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Is it's very important to set goals and try new things. And if we can do that instead of focusing on the negative, then we're only going to become better at the end of the day right. and have some and what positivity. what a great legacy. What yeah. a great legacy. That legacy people, is I mean, important. when you look back, I mentioned that teacher when I was in high school who had encouraged my writing. Mm -hmm. I remember her name is Fitzsimmons. And I still, to this day, look back on certain teachers who mm -hmm. recognized me, Left encouraged that me, and whatever success I've had in life is because of them, mm -hmm. you know? And that they didn't have to do that. That was their gift. Right. That was their way of moving toward the light, of, mm -hmm. of shining a light. So, so in, in, other, in, other, in, in, another, in other terms, we all have the capability of, of being positive and, and spreading positivity. It's just 
we we need to do it on a constant basis because think about it it's all about mindset you know you wake up you one can wake up every day of the week and say oh today's gonna suck i hate my job or yep. i hate that i have to go to this class or i hate that i have to go on zoom that was me for instance i was like mm-hmm. i hate that i gotta do online why do i have to do online but i changed my mindset mm-hmm. about the second third week in school and said, you know what i'm gonna make the best of this i'm still gonna get a's i'm still gonna learn a lot i'm still gonna enjoy school i'm still gonna have fun and and, yeah. and i had that positive mindset and really That's school perfect. has been I love that school's been pretty good i would have to say despite being online of That's course awesome mm-hmm. and you're a senior yes i am I, mean, last I would year. think that would be tough to be a senior and be uh online learning like you, that you know it was but I, I i looked at it and said you know there's a plan in all this god's got his hand in all this and we need to trust him at the end of the day. And, and that's really something that I, I had to come to, to realization about. But yeah, it, we're living in interesting times. And oh, absolutely. I would have never thought I would do a podcast in 2020. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, J.R. Torres, who actually works on The Richard Bean Show. Um, shout out to J.R. Torres, too. I believe he's going to start a podcast soon. So everyone stay focused that's on right. J.R. Torres. I'll probably be shouting him out sometime soon. But J.R. Torres, um, he was saying, or yeah. I forgot what I was telling him. Oh, yeah, I said that in 2020, I didn't think I was going to do a podcast. I thought I was just, you know, going to focus on swim, right. do water polo, go to the movies, mm-hmm. have fun. But no, I, I started working. I started podcasting, started getting a gauge on what people like yourself have to say about the community mm-hmm. and just about life in general. And it's, it's really been a fun experience. And I want to That's continue terrific. this experience. Well, you're, you're good at it. Mm-hmm. So good. Thank you. Yeah. And I don't just, like I said, it was, I thought it was just going to be a project. I don't just want it to be a project during COVID because who, who knows how long COVID is going to last. Right. Or maybe... Uh, uh, repercussions or aftermath that can last for years. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that could be a possibility. Sure. And right. we need to, we need to have the mindset, a positive mindset, and say, you know what? I'm going to make the best out of that if that's the case. Mm-hmm. So I will. I will be continuing this podcast, and and it's it's really good to have guests like yourself on. You know. Terrific. Well, I'm glad you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Now I just kind of you know want to get into more. Uh, I would want to say not so serious question, but. You, they call you Revrico, correct? Mm-hmm. That that's a nickname. Uh, what is the meaning behind Revrico? Because it's well, kind of a cool nickname. Well, I just want the audience, you know, to know. Well, it, it was a lark because uh, some years ago mm-hmm. I had a friend who was getting married, remarried, mm-hmm. uh, in midlife, and we were uh, we were I, I was with some him and some friends, and he said, "Who am I going to get to?" perform the wedding I just don't want to get anybody yeah. and our other friend jokingly said well why don't you get Bean to do it <laughs> you know and I took him serious because I you know to religion is not regulated by the government so mm-hmm. uh, to become uh, a, a uh, preacher all you got to do is basically call yourself you know, a preacher and so I went online and became an internet preacher so okay. I could uh, could marry these guys. And I have since probably married two dozen people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. It, I do it for people who maybe aren't particularly religious because mm-hmm. they're not looking for maybe a Catholic ceremony or something, like, which I, I you know, would never do that. Uh, so I'm more like kind of the lay you know, the lay print. So yeah, people started calling me Reverend. Kind of like the moderator in a sense. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And um, I'm happy to do it for these kids. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Wow, folks, he has his own radio show. He's been in print, or the, the media world for a while, excuse me. And he's also somewhat of a referend. I am so a Richard Rev- Bean, Rev- That's right, wow. Rev Rico. Rev Rico, I like it. At your disposal. And yeah. um, I usually shout out the guest Instagram. What is your Instagram? I know it's something with Rev Rico. If you just yeah, Rev Rico. Okay, yeah, just yeah. at Rev Rico? At Rev Rico. All right, folks, yes. at Rev Rico, and I will be, we'll be doing some promoting when this episode drops. So you'll see his account. You'll, you'll see all that. Definitely give him a follow. Um, as we're winding down here, Mr. Bean, um, I know we already talked about how we can have positivity, mm-hmm. what we can do to have positivity, and why one should pursue media. And you, that was that was, you gave much detail. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Is there any last piece that you can give the masses on why we should have positivity from here on out, starting now, if we haven't had it already, mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of the media world? Because think about it, we all have Instagram. Many of us have Instagram, many of us have Facebook, many of us have Snapchat. Thus, we have the opportunity where we can share something positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And in a world full of negativity right now, and where everyone seems so separated, everyone seems to hate this leader or that leader, mm-hmm. how can we, or why should we, and how can we have positivity with this, with this media that we've been blessed with in our generation? Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I, I think you're just, rec- you know, we're recognizing the 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 core belief in all of us. We all want to believe in hope. Yes, and we all want we all want to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, and in this day and age, with the the politics the way it is, and the race relations, and the pandemic, and there's a lot of reasons for worry and concern. At the same time. It's really, people are craving that connection. People want to smile. People want to hope. And I've reached a point in my life where I want, you know, if I'm in a position to touch them in a way, it would be to give them that, Mm -hmm. you know. Because anybody can be negative. Anybody. It's probably the easiest thing to do. It doesn't take, yeah. Like you wake up and say, oh, air quality sucks. Today's going to be horrible. Exactly. I'm not going to work out. It doesn't take anything it doesn't take any particular skill to be <laughs> negative. I think it takes a better skill to find those things in life that are relevant, mm-hmm. you know, that touch us and make us feel good. And for in, in a job like I'm, I'm in now with the radio, it's finding, it's always people, you know. I mean, there, a hero lives in all of us in some way. I've heard that. I like that one. Or there's no, another. I mean, we can all touch. I mean, your, your dad's a good example of the work yeah. he's doing there. But I mean, we're all capable of doing great things. You know, of mm-hmm. touching people and turning around lives. And it's so few of us recognize that and use that. But you, when, even at your age, I'm sure you can look back in your life and think of the people who touched you. Oh yeah, who gave you definitely. Hope. And those people stick out like a sore thumb. Like, oh, I remember him. I remember her. And that's a great gift. So if I can do that and I recognize what that is, uh, man, that's the team I want to play on. Mm -hmm. Folks, be that light. Be positive. Be different because we can all do it. Yes, it's tough. Yes, it's tough, especially with the type of world that we live in. But, folks, we can do it if if we put our minds to it. Reach out to someone that you haven't reached out for a while. Meet a new friend. Meet a stranger. I just met a new friend myself, folks. And there you go. And yes, positive. Like my mindset is better now talking like this. So anyone can do it. Just it's very important to start doing it now, especially you know we're we're living in really intense times right now, very intense. historical That's a good, times. Good way to put it. Yes. 
Um, and there's also a saying, you said there's a hero that lives all, uh, a hero that lived inside of us. My generation came up with the um, quote, not all heroes wear capes. So also, uh, also keep that uh, to mind, in mind, folks. So relevant. Not all heroes right. wear capes. So right. basically, folks, that's just kind of the... A quick episode. I know is it was it was, but it was it was. It's not always about the what is it, the quantity. It's about the quality. Yeah. And I feel like we had very good quality this episode. Thank you, Mr. Bean, for being on. Thank you, thank oh, you, course. Sam. And I'll, yeah. I'll be I'll be following you. Sounds One of good. Your fans. <laughs> thank you. Um, but folks, stay tuned. Season three, this is, this is going to be really a breakthrough season. Season one was amazing. Season two, I had amazing guests on, new types of guests on. Season three is going to bring that dynamic where I'm going to have joint episodes, three, four guests an episode, and who knows, I may do a Friendsgiving episode where I have my friends on, just like a Friends Appreciation episode. But stay tuned, stay focused on the positivity. Try new things, be better, and enjoy life. And, and also... These guests are going to get pretty cool for season three. So I love you, fans. Enjoy the Sammy Hour. Have a great week. Keep your minds up. Love you all.